Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Dan Myler, host of the longest-running Dynasty Fantasy Football podcast in the industry, the DLF Dynasty Podcast. Join me and my co-hosts, Ryan McDowell and Matt Price from DynastyLeagueFootball.com as we use 60-plus years of Dynasty experience to analyze news, walk through startup and team-building strategies, and highlight trade targets to keep you on top of your Dynasty League year-round. It's a different topic each week on the DLF Dynasty Podcast, but the common theme is always the same helping you build the ultimate dynasty roster. Join me, Dan Myler, along with Ryan McDowell and Matt Price, each week, year-round, for the DLF Dynasty Podcast. What's going down, everybody? Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Ray G. You can find me down below on Twitter at Ray GQ. And as always, if this is your first time on the station, on the channel, welcome. I appreciate you giving me a couple of minutes of your time. And if you stick around to the end, which I highly suggest you do, and you find the content actionable and entertaining, make sure you hit the thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel, and most importantly, engage with the good people below. They will tell you. Who's too high? Who's too low? Who are we missing? Where we went right? Where we went wrong? But all in all, it's a dope community trying to help everybody be better talent evaluators and be better at the game of Dynasty Fantasy Football. And in this episode right here, we're going to be looking at players 13 through 24 in our Superflex 2022 Rookie Mock Draft ADP data brought to you by the good patrons of Prospect Talk, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. And I'm telling you right now, I have seen a bunch of rookie mock drafts over the past couple of weeks. And I'm just, I'm just going to be honest, I don't know what the hell they're doing. These people, this data right here are from people who actually watch the game, who are tapped in, who are paying attention from August until now and to, to the end of December, not just people who are picking it up and, and looking at a CBS mock draft and just saying, here's how the order of the 2022 rookies should be involved. What Jordan Backus is doing on the data side, what I'm providing from the film, from the film side I'm just saying, I, I don't think there's any more accurate outside of draft capital and where we know landing spots to be. I don't think there's any more accurate ADP data than what you're providing. So make sure you're tapped in. Tell your friends, tell your people, subscribe, and stay tuned. We got to get to it. Let's get it, baby. Drop the intro. All right, let's kick it off at essentially what is the 201 spot at the top of the second round with an ADP of 14.4. The big six foot three, six foot four, 210 pound wide receiver out of Georgia, George Pickens. Pickens is a player 
that we all loved going into the 2021 season, but unfortunately he tore his ACL right before the season started and derailed everything that we had expectations for this year. However, we saw him get back on the field during the SEC title game versus Alabama, and you know what? He looked like George Pickens. He looked like the guy that I had pegged as a top three wide receiver in this 2022 draft class, and I know a lot of people are still extremely high on George Pickens. In my personal rankings, he is a top five wide receiver for me. I've seen enough. I, I saw him dominate and be outstanding as a freshman, as a sophomore, and this season was just supposed to be the icing on the cake. But ACL injuries and Achilles injuries, for that matter, are not as damning and dooming as they were in the past. Pickens was on the field in the SEC title game. I anticipate seeing him get a lot of targets versus Michigan in their college football final, uh, college football semifinal matchup here in a couple of days. George Pickens locked and loaded top wide receiver prospect in 2022 for me. And if you're getting him at the top of the second round, I think that is amazing value for a player that I think has the opportunity to be a really good wide receiver at the next level. So I like where George Pickens is at. And I'm glad to see his ADP on the rise. It's been on the rise, you know, at, at some points during these mocks, he was coming off of the board as player 20, player 19. But since he's been back on the field, he's consistently coming off of the board around pick 14, 15, 13, 12. George Pickens is a player whose stock is on the rise. Really excited about his, uh, his potential at the next level. All right, coming off of the board at what is the 202 spot with an ADP of 14.6, the RB4, according to our ADP data, the big running back out of UCLA, Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet was a highly touted running back recruit coming out of Oaks Christian Academy in California, goes to Michigan, has a great freshman season, and then I don't know what the hell happened to him. As a sophomore, he transfers out of Michigan, goes to UCLA, and he was a monster for the UCLA Bruins this season, doing it out of the backfield, doing uh, doing it between the tackles, hitting the edge, showing speed, power. If you want to see Zach Charbonnet just in a nutshell, watch the performance against LSU. I mean, they wanted no part of Charbonnet. I think he's a player who's going to have a pretty nice rise during the pre-draft process. I know a lot of people say he's going to run 4-5, maybe even sub 4-5. He's got speed, a no-nonsense downhill runner that can catch the ball out of the backfield. If he gets day two draft capital, I, I think this is a probably a little too low for Charbonnet. I'd probably bump him up um, you know, when, when you're talking about that first round. These running backs are hard to find. And if he gets, you know, day two draft capital with his size, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, with the power between the tackles, he's got a running style. I see a lot of people, I'm seeing comps, not not one for one. We think he's going to be this, but just play style comps. The way he runs, one cut downhill, you see some Nick Chubb, you see some Jamal Lewis, a very, very talented running back. Uh, still undecided if he's actually declared for the 2022 NFL Draft, but as soon as he does, for me, he's a locked and loaded top five running back. I like I like Zach Charbonnet coming off of the board right after George Pickens, 14.6 ADP RB4 off of the board. Now coming off at 203, quarterback Carson Strong out of Nevada. Carson Strong will be at the Senior Bowl, so we'll see him compete with the likes of Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett. We'll see if Sam Howell shows up. Desmond Ritter has already accepted his invitation. Carson Strong has an ADP of 14.8. Uh, coming off of the board is QB5 in this class. Uh, he is the prototype old-school pocket passer. He's not going to give you anything with his legs. There were some concerns about his knee, 
But Jim Nagy, who directs the Senior Bowl, came out and said, NFL medical professionals have already said his knee is not degenerative. It's not going to be an issue. I do believe that Carson Strong is the best pure passer in this 2022 class, and it's all going to be about fit, right? Where does he land, and will that team build around his skill sets? Let's just say, hypothetically, Carson Strong ends up in Denver, where he's got weapons galore. Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fan, Albert O, KJ Hamler, and all he needs to do is stand back there and deliver the ball. That's a stock up for all of those wide receivers. If he goes to a team that's not creative, the OC really doesn't know what to do with him, the offensive line is a problem, he's probably going to struggle because he does not have a ton of mobility. But in a super flex format, and this ADP data is geared towards the super flex, uh, super flex leagues, uh, to get a potential first-round quarterback off of the board at 203, one who's got an arm, can make all the throws off-platform, downfield, intermediate, all three levels of the field, uh, this is an outstanding value for potentially starting quarterback at the next level. And I do personally believe that Carson Strong has a very, very good chance of being a first-round pick. And I've talked about this with you guys before in the past. If a quarterback is drafted round one, they matter. They're going to matter to some degree. After round one, I'm really going to focus in on landing spot, situation, offensive coordinator, infrastructure around that quarterback. But I like Carson Strong right here as QB5. All right, coming off of the board at the 204 spot, uh, wide receiver seven, according to our ADP data, with an ADP of 15.1. Wide receiver out of Ohio State, Chris Olave. And I foresee Chris Olave being a very divisive player throughout this draft class. There are a lot of people who love Chris Olave, think he's wide receiver one in this class, wide receiver two. And there are some other people who aren't as high on Olave. I think he's a fine player. I think he's going to be a good complimentary piece at the next level. But game changer, I think not. I'd rather have a couple of other wide receivers before I even dive into the Chris Olave pool. But when I look at Ohio State, I, I just see him, and it's not an indictment on Olave, but he's the third best wide receiver prospect on that team behind Garrett Wilson and behind Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm just not there with Chris Olave. If he falls to me right here, you're talking about 204, uh, player 16 off of the board, ADP of 15.1, wide receiver 7. That's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue that. But inside the top five, no thank you for me. Uh, he's outside of my top eight wide receivers in the 2022 class. It's all gonna be about draft capital and landing spot for Olave. And I see a lot of industry mocks having him as wide receiver one off of the board. I'm just telling you right now, it's gonna be a fade and a pass for me. We saw Henry Ruggs as wide receiver one in 2020. And that did not sway my draft decisions whatsoever. Olave, I think he's a decent wide receiver. Reminds me sort of of a poor man's Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, I just, I'm good on him. I think there are a couple of other players who are going after him that I'd prefer to Chris Olave. But our data says wide receiver seven, player 16 with an ADP of 15.1. Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Next up, we're going, going back to the running back pool, and we have Notre Dame's dynamic rusher, Kyron Williams, RB5, with an ADP of 15.7, player 17 off of the board. Kyron Williams is a do-it-all running back. Catch the ball in the backfield, run between the tackles, and he is the best pass blocking back in this class. What's interesting about Kyron Williams is he's 5'9", 195 pounds. That's what he's listed at. Maybe he's listed at 200, depending on the size, but he's probably playing weight about 195. I just don't know if that body style will hold up at the NFL level. But luckily for a player like Kyron Williams, 
we're seeing the NFL transition to more of a committee approach, or maybe committee is not the right word, but a two-back system where you have, you know, a pass-catching third-down specialist, you have your between-the-tackles grinder, and we've seen this season taught us anything, like you have to take shots on these running backs because the fragility of the position, man, they're going to get opportunities. Even the human tank that is Derrick Henry, toe injury knocked him out. We've seen Nick Chubb miss some time. Ezekiel Elliott's been banged up, seeding way for Tony Pollard. Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, like everybody outside of Jonathan Taylor has been hurt or missed games at some point in time. And I think Kyron Williams has a really good opportunity coming in the NFL, not command a starter's workload, but definitely carve out a role for himself early in an offense. And if you're telling me I can get a Tony Pollard type player who's going to get, you know, five, six, seven touches, three or four targets as a rookie. Kyron Williams is somebody, even though I'm not a fan of his body size, of, you know, how much girth he has to him, I still think he's a talented player. He's got speed and catch the ball. Um, I think he's going to find a nice role in this class. My man Jordan Reed from ESPN, we were conversing the other day, he said the same thing. This running back class is really starting to shape up to be a lot better than we thought. Although there are no Jonathan Taylors, there are no Cam Akers, there are no J.K. Dobbins or DeAndre Swift type players in this class, there are a lot of good role-playing complementary running backs that given the draft capital and the landing spot can definitely matter for us in fantasy football. All right, next wide receiver coming off of the board is wide receiver 8, player 18 with an ADP. Big drop-off, Kyron Williams, 15.7. Right after that, this is where things this is where the ADP data tells us there's really no consensus after that, you know, 205, 206 spot. Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State, ADP of 18.2. Jahan Dotson is going to be somebody people fall in love with because he is a technician. He is going to look so good at the senior bowl practices and one-on-one drills versus the DBs. He's got speed, route running ability, contested catch. He's 5'11", 180 pounds. He's a really good wide receiver. I want to like Jahan Dotson a little bit more, but the 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 play style, the size of the receivers ahead of him, I can't pass on a Drake London. I cannot pass on a George Pickens. I will not pass on a Garrett Wilson uh, to, to, to opt for Jahan Dotson. Now, I do think Dotson will get first-round draft capital, and it's probably going to be back into the first. So let's just say hypothetically, let's play the, let's play the marriage game here. The Green Bay Packers, we know they're going to be picking towards the back half of the first round. Alan Lazard is a free agent. They're going to re-sign Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers will finish his career in Green Bay. They still need a number two. Amari Rodgers isn't it. Jahan Dotson on Green Bay, he's going to be like, I'm telling you, his, his stock is going to skyrocket because he is a fantastic wide receiver. He's a great athlete. He can do it all. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. The route running ability creates separation. Uh, Jahan Dotson is probably going to be a riser. So you're talking about right here coming off of the board after Olave, after Jamison Williams, after David Bell. Big fan of Jahan Dotson. We'll see how his pre-draft process plays out. But I like him right here. I think this is great value as wide receiver 8, ADP of 18.2. Jahan Dotson, nice pick right here. All right, going back to the quarterback pool at QB6, and I think this player, we keep talking about Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter. It's going to be big. His game versus Alabama, even if they don't win, if he performs well, Desmond Ritter has a chance to solidify first-round draft capital, probably mid to back half of the first round. And if that happens, he goes to the New Orleans Saints, he goes to... I don't know. Name another team. The Saints just pop in my head as a mid-round team. Pittsburgh Steelers, New Orleans Saints. Uh, I think he, I think he's going to matter. He's got dual threat capability. 
little inconsistent with his accuracy, but he's got a big arm. He's a proven leader. If he performs well versus Alabama, I think he's going to get the first-round draft capital. Therefore, he matters. I'm not all the way in on Desmond Ritter. We'll see how he performs versus Alabama. He's got a really, really big opportunity to elevate and propel his draft stock. Coming off of the board here with an ADP of 19.1, player 19 off of the board, QB6. You may find gold middle of the second round in your rookie drafts with Desmond Ritter. All right, a player who has been rising for me like crazy, like crazy. I think this player is exactly who we wanted or want LaVisca Chenault and Rondell Moore to be, but just a better version of those two guys because he's an actually a legitimate wide receiver who can run the ball out of the backfield. But I'm talking about Kentucky wide receiver Wondell Robinson coming off of the board as wide receiver nine, player 20 with an ADP of 19.9. I've, I've started to dive into his tape and I'm loving what I'm seeing. He's dynamic. He's explosive, he's versatile, and the difference between him and a Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore, 5'7", 180 pounds, Wondell Robinson listed at 5'11", 190. So a much bigger wide receiver, a wide receiver that you can actually line up on the outside at the NFL level. You can't do that with Rondell Moore. I love Rondell Moore. I love his versatility. I love his skill set. But you can't play Rondell Moore on the outside. You can play Wondell Robinson on the outside. And he can give you all those same short A dot, short area targets, make people miss in space type moves, but he's a more physical wide receiver. He's a bigger wide receiver. And I think Wondell Robinson, his stock is going to rise right now. I have him ahead of Chris Olave. I think I have him ahead in my personal rankings of Jahan Dotson. If you want those, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. Big fan of Kentucky wideout Wondell Robinson. Checked last night. He's still undecided on if he's going to enter this uh, this 2022 NFL draft. I've got my fingers crossed. Please, Wondell. The data backs it up, too. It's not just the film. The data that Jordan Backus is providing inside the analytic hub in the database says he's been one of the best wide receivers in college football this year. Dominator rating through the chart. Dark red across the board. He's legit. Wondell Robinson. Love him. Wide receiver nine. I'm excited to get him at the back half of the second round. All right. Player 21 with an ADP of 20.9. The first tight end off of the board, and I just have to be honest with you, he's been my tight end one for like a year and a half now. But Trey McBride out of Colorado State may be overtaking the monster out of Texas A&M, Jalen Weidermeyer, who comes off the board as tight end one, player 21, ADP 20.9. I don't like it. I'm not taking a tight end who I think is a very complete tight end. He can block, he can, he can catch, he's... He's a, he's a good tight end, not a dynamic athlete, solid hands. I've seen him take over some games for Texas A&M, but Trey McBride out of Colorado State is fantastic as well. I think he's a better route runner. I think he's a little more explosive and athletic than Jalen Weidermeyer. And when I'm looking at some of the running backs that came off of the board right after Weidermeyer, I prefer a couple of these guys to, to the tight end, just given how deep or given how solid the tight end class is in 2022. I wouldn't be taking a tight end right here, but coming off of the board as tight end one, Jalen Weidermeyer, Texas A&M. Coming off of the board right after Jalen Weidermeyer is a player I would prefer to the tight end. Running back out of Arizona State, RB6 off of the board, Rashad White. Another one of these. Listen, all of these running backs in this 2022 class, outside of Kyron Williams, the ones that matter 
They're all six foot one, 200 plus pounds, six foot 200, six one, 220, six one, 215. They all have great prototypical NFL size to bang between the tackles and they can catch the ball out of the backfield. Rashad White, outstanding 2021 season. Uh, he's a monster coming off of the board uh, with an ADP of 24.1, player 22 off of the board. I love Rashad White. I would take him over Jalen Weidermeyer. I like him a little more than uh, a couple of other people who went ahead of him. I think he's going to be a solid, solid running back at the next level. Another one of those players who people are really excited about what he does at the NFL Combine, how he shows at his pro day. Another one of those mid-round running backs that you have to take a shot on. He's going to play. He's going to play. I'm not telling you Rashad White is going to be a starting running back from day one in the NFL, but he will get an opportunity to get on the field, and that's all we can ask for for players. I always say I'm looking for players in fantasy football who have an opportunity to get me an opportunity to score fantasy points. That's what I need. I need an opportunity to score fantasy points, and I think Rashad White is a player who possesses that, can catch the ball, bang between the tackles, looks like a good athlete. We'll see how he tests. I do believe Rashad White is going to the Senior Bowl, so I'll get to see him up close and personal firsthand here in the next couple of weeks. I like Rashad White. ADP, again, of 24.1. RB6 off the board, Rashad White. All right, we're down to our final two players, and both of these players play at the University of Alabama. Not sure if this player will declare for the draft because he tours ACL, unfortunately, in that SEC title game or right before the SEC title game. Uh, John Mechie. Wide receiver 10 off of the board out of Alabama, ADP of 25.3. You know, Alabama, they, they have wide receivers galore. Every year it's a new wide receiver at Alabama, and John Mechie really started to heat up towards the end of the season. We saw it in the Iron Bowl, Iron Bowl versus Auburn. We saw it, you know, early in the SEC title game. It's unfortunate that he tore his ACL so late in the season. Hopefully he's recovered and he's able to participate if he stays at Alabama uh, at, at the beginning of the season next year. And if he enters the draft, I don't know how this is going to affect his draft capital. He was outplayed by Jamison Williams. I think he's a, a, a solid wide receiver, but honestly, um, at the next level, probably more of a role player, complimentary guy, opposed to an actual you know big-time fantasy asset. Uh, hopefully he comes back for his senior season, can really show scouts and NFL evaluators that he can be the guy. But if he declares for 2022... Uh, I'd probably be out on John Mechie, but I'm wishing him the best of luck. And his teammate, running back Brian Robinson, is RB7 off of the board uh, with an ADP of 26.6. He's a hammer. He's a hammer. Um, not a lot of explosiveness. He's not going to make anybody miss in space. He's just a physical downhill runner. He's like LeGarrette Blunt, right? He's going straight ahead. He's going north and south. Uh, much different, you know. When, when you get down here, you know, the Brian Robinsons, the Hassan Haskins, the Tyler Algiers, uh, the Sincere McCormick's a big drop-off after Kyron Williams, after Rashad White, after Zach Charbonnet. So I would imp I would definitely encourage you to get your running back early in the 2022 class. There may be a couple of guys that pop. We're going to do a film session on James Cook here in the next couple of weeks, a player, mid-round guy that I'm really intrigued by, his skill set, pedigree. Uh, but Brian Robinson, uh, you know, if you're here and I'm looking at the rest of the players on the board who were picked after him, uh, we've got ADP all the way up to 55 uh, on here. So we got a lot of data. You have no choice. I mean, it's like, yeah, do you want Anaya Smith or do you want Brian Robinson? Like, I'll take Brian Robinson, uh, but I'm not excited about his outlook at the NFL level. I think he's just a guy. 
maybe a, maybe a spellback hammer, Benny Snell type running back. Maybe I'm wrong. Y'all let me know, but I'm just not in. He's not dynamic. He's not explosive. He's not a great pass catcher. Didn't really do anything during his Alabama career until his final season. This is like his fifth, sixth year at Alabama. I'm just not a big fan of Brian Robinson. We'll dive into his tape to really see what he does well and try to find some, some positives to his game that can make us excited. But right now, just not in on Brian Robinson. So to recap, the players that we have coming off of the board, 13 through 24, we have kicking it off George Pickens, Zach Charbonnet, Carson Strong, Chris Olave, Kyron Williams, Jahan Dotson, Desmond Ritter, Wandell Robinson, Jalen Widermeyer, Rashad White, John Mechie, and Brian Robinson Jr. There you go. Part two of our top 24 ADP data, Superflex 2022 rookies. This is what we do over here on this channel, on this station. I appreciate you tapping in. If you enjoyed the content, once again, hit that thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel, and uh, y'all enjoy your new year. We got a lot of fun stuff coming here in the new year. The Wake Up With Ray G show will be on this channel, and we are talking football, football, and only football on that show daily, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be talking about seasonal fantasy football leagues, dynasty fantasy football leagues, rookies, NFL draft. It's all football all the time on this channel, and myself and Jordan Richards couldn't be more excited to bring you daily content live and in person on YouTube. So make sure you're tapped in. Get ready for that. It's going to be a fun ride. I appreciate you tapping in. Y'all be safe. Enjoy your new year, and we'll see you in January. I'm out. Peace. Peace.